Morterra, a flat world spinning through space like a giant coin. It's said by some that this is its purpose, broken off from great pillars in the world of gods and spirits and flipped off into the endless night, that one day it will land and its position will determine the fate of gods, the result of the final battle between good and evil. So we ourselves are in Dimova, a very large continent towards the north of the world, currently completely covered by the Dimovan Empire of halflings, which is run by Emperor Tiago. Also native to this continent are the gnomes and the goblins. It's a very large continent with mountains, woods and the great electric sea. But for now, we're in Pueno, the second largest city in Dimova. And we zoom in on a gnome and a half-orc going about their business. Who are you and what are you doing? The half-orc is named Will, and he is here out shopping. Um, he is not dressed like most half-orcs, I think. He's in a cardigan and a button-down shirt and slacks and is just kind of browsing around looking for stuff on a shopping list adjusting a pair of sort of tiny little glasses up his nose so he can read properly uh the gnome how is slightly further away from the marketplace <laughs> she is um very short uh about just three barely over three foot and uh she is quite old uh, very grayed hair, no idea of what color it used to be. Uh, and she is currently wearing what looks like quite fine riding gear. Um, so sort of a uh, emerald green uh, blouse with a tan waistcoat uh, and similar green jogpers. Um, she's waiting in the foyer of the library. Uh, she's pacing quite nervously and seems to be waiting for uh, Will to return. What was on my shopping list today, Hal? Uh, so I guess we cut back a, a, a bit and um, just Hal's writing the, the note um, before you leave. And it's like, well, um, I suppose if you if you can fetch me a little bit of incense, then that would be quite useful. Um inks, uh, blacks and, um, well, uh, greens, uh, some, something quite verdant and, and lush would be wonderful. Um, my quill is 
getting a little bent. I I, I took this one uh, from Lady Kabea and um, well, it's a little worse the wear now. Uh, so if you could get me a nice writing quill, I'd be most appreciative. And uh, here here is here is some coin for it. Um, Twenty five silver pieces should should get you most of the way, uh, and your stipend previously uh, can cover anything else and let me know what I owe you. Oh, absolutely. Do not worry about it, Hal, okay? I can get your incense, your inks, uh, black and green inks, yes? Yes, yes. The green is most important. Please do, do not forget. Yes, definitely the green. All righty. I will do my best to find all of those for you. Oh, thank you. And Will gives this uh, toothy grin like the little tiny tasks poking up out of his mouth. Whenever he moves it, to be honest, like, not easy to conceal those, even though he's half human. Um, so, Toofy grin, and then he goes to the market. Um, looking around for... I mean, I think he's going to try and look for a little extra incense, because, let's be honest, this Will always needs incense, good incense at that, so if he can find a little extra incense, that's all good. Yeah, I think... Because this is quite a large city, it's not too difficult to find someone selling incense alongside various sort of arcane materials, spell components, things like that. It's quite an odd stall given what some spell components look like. There's all sorts of jars and little leather bags sat out on the counter. Just as Will is leaving, uh, Howe's going to like furtively poke her head out of the door a little bit, uh, but not like her whole body, and call out to him. Oh, Will? Yes? Um, uh, by the way, it it is true night. Um, if you see any, you know, silver or a, a, a silver knife or anything, that might do you well. Of course, of course. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to be fine, Hal. Uh, of course, Will. <laughs> Look after yourself. I will do, don't worry. I grab a quill out my pocket and add silver knife to the shopping list and carry on. Not for me, but more to hum- humour, my friend. I've got other ways of protecting myself, it's fine. Swearing town. Better back seeing the Sato. Simply also heading towards the market to sell the things you've hunted today. So. Sorsha is a satyr with dark brown fur on her legs and dark skin, tightly curled black hair pulled up and out of his face with a flower crown of orange and yellow blooms behind horns that have tinges of green moss on them. They, they wear very very simple clothes. Just it's, it's essentially yellow and orange cloth and fabric that he's wrapped around herself. Oof, um, and there's a quarterstaff on her back and just load, loads of jewellery, rings, earrings, nose rings, necklaces, is the, even a pierced belly button, just loads of jewellery that 
she's handcrafted th- themselves. Rumple Jerry is a tabaxi with a calico fur pattern of uh, white, red, and dark grayish. Uh, she has green eyes. Uh, she's wearing mostly simple handmade clothes of furs and hides and whatever whatever she could buy at the towns she passed by. She on her belt is a bronze short sword and a bronze dagger, and she is currently carrying over her shoulder a couple of rabbits. Yeah, um. Sasha will be carrying um a a basket, maybe some other th- other things of course, some stuff that they've foraged. So you get into town kind of late afternoon, things are starting to wind down a little bit, but there's still plenty of merchants hoping to just make a couple more sales before everyone retreats to their homes for true night. What is it we need to trade for today, Beans? Uh um I'm not sure what we need. I'm mostly just trying to get these um today today's win uh, I'm mostly trying to get today's hunt to some merchants so we can earn some money. Yeah. Uh a butcher would take these. I or at least I'd hope. It's good meat. It is it is. It's a double new moon tonight, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is. I feel like we should we should get some protection for it. Um, I, I I don't know, just a bad feeling. I do. Rem- You're right, though. On a double double new moon, strange stuff is happening. Perhaps we can find an inn to stay at tonight, rather than camping like we used to. It might be safer. Do you see anyone around still? Who do you see a butcher anywhere? Um, do we see a butcher anywhere? You do. There is one butcher left in the market. The rest seem to have sold out and gone home. Rumple Jerry walks up to the them. Sasha follows, just clip flopping behind. In common, I say, uh, "Hi there. Would you be willing to buy these rabbits I've hunted?" She takes one of them from you and just has a sort of weighs it in her hands, and I could give you a few silver for them. Yeah, two in the bed too. Did it just hold up a, a a couple of birds by the legs? Well, in that case, I'll give you gold for the lot. That sounds reasonable. Thank you so much. You take care tonight, yeah? Yes, thanks. You too. You too. Yeah, she starts packing away fairly quickly. The only people left in the marketplace at this point seem to be a, a couple of merchants and one or two customers, a couple of halflings and a, a half-orc. Excuse me, do you know where I might be able to purchase a silver knife? It's literally the last thing on my shopping list. Um, but um I just wanted to get one before tonight, you know? Uh no, sorry. We just got got into town. Oh, yeah, sorry. Do you know where an inn is though? I probably do. I'm probably staying at one. I probably know the one which also has the uh Tall rooms that are actually made for people who aren't halflings. Yeah, you've you've definitely seen seen some inns around. This is a large town. There are places for people to stay. Yes, of course. Uh, I can I can take you there. If we help you find a knife, will you um, show us the inn? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I've I've got I've got some um, things I need to drop off for a friend. I was just running some errands, but then yeah, sure, I can take you there. Let's go ask 
around the last few merchants. All right. Hopefully one of them should have something. Yeah, I hope so. Personally, I'm good on ice, but yeah. Well, it's it's less for me, more for my friend. Um, she asked specifically that I get one, so. I get that. That seems fair. Do I need to roll anything for looking around the last this marketplace? See if I can find somewhere which is on a silver knife. You wouldn't be able to find a, a silver knife just on the market. It's quite an expensive piece of kit. Alright. Well, I guess that's that for the evening. Uh, did I get the inks and incense and quill I was looking for? Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Um, right, so I'm just gonna sort of strike everything else off the list, believe that one last item. So. Okay, well, I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to find it this evening, but it's fine. Um, shall we head to the end? Yes. Um, I just need to stop by the library to drop off these items. That's all right. We are we here or or go with you? Yeah, sure, sure. Always good to know where the library is, isn't it? Uh, yes. I don't think I've been to a library. I can't remember the last time I've stepped in the library. Yeah. I mean, this one's a relatively good one. It's got quite a few different subjects and stuff. It's even got a book club. Sort of. Wait, just for like reference, what language are we all speaking? Is this in common, or...? Assumed common. If you're talking to me in common, I'm responding in common. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I bring everyone over to the library. Um, I spot how and sort of head over. And I say in halfling, um, I got you our items. Um, sorry, I didn't manage to find a silver knife. Um, but I got everything else. Oh, um, uh, Will, come in, come in, let's... Oh, okay. There's people following you. Oh, uh, no, they're they're just people traveling. Like, they wanted to know where the inn was, the one that can actually fit um, tall people, foreigners. Rumble Jerry waved. This is is Sasha waves too. So I was just going to show them the way to there. They they looked kind of lost, to be honest. Oh, well, uh, of course, lost things must find their place. Um, wonderful. Uh, uh, you didn't get a knife? Oh, uh, my dear boy, you must be careful tonight, then. <sighs> How I am going to be extremely careful, don't worry. I mean, like, I, she, Sheila's going to look after me, it's going to be fine. And I snap my fingers, and I assume I've summoned my familiar earlier? If you want to have, that's fine. Yeah, so um, I snap my fingers, and this... Beautiful long haired white cat appears, extremely fluffy, and just sort of like just wanders across the floor and sort of winds away, sort of round how round how's legs before wandering back to me. Wonderful. Oh there, uh good 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 little beast. Um oh you do have a marvellous way with the animals. Ah it's good to see the youth of today taking an interest in something other than themselves. Well, like, Sheila's been one of my companions since I was a young boy, so... Yes. I'm sure she'll keep me safe, don't worry. Oh, well, I hope so. Um, Are you going to be okay here tonight? (laughs) Yes, of course. Um, I have... well, I have my own special protections. Okay, well, you know where to find me if you need help, okay? Of course. Will and... Sosha, while this is going on, you start to hear... Mm-hmm. It sounds 
almost like a large group of people walking down the street towards you, but it's meatier, as though they were barefoot. I kind of cock my head up to sort of listen further. Uh... Rumble Jerry Jackson also looks in the same direction, kind of looking what they're trying, trying to see what they're looking at. Yeah, so she kind of looks over in the direction the sound's coming from. What you see coming towards you is an assortment of detached limbs, as well as a couple of people, question mark? Oh, cry. I... Who, who both also have some parts missing. I yell out in common, everyone inside the library now! And, like, sort of, kind of, uh, start ushering people inside and get the staff off of my back. Rumble Jerry grabs her short sword, but also, like, moves towards the library entrance. Yeah, so she gets the quarter staff off of their back and he starts moving there, too. What are they? And I, and I say in Halfling, we may need some of your protections, Hal. So you see that Hal has like reached below her neckline uh, and has pulled out like a little uh, charm or amulet or something that she's kissing, uh, and she seems to be muttering a prayer, completely oblivious to the scene coming down the street. How? I I sort of look to her and then sort of back at the people approaching. Oh, uh, more visitors? Yes, and not the good kind. Oh, goodness. More, more of the true night kind. Uh, is it fully dark now, Liz? It's not fully dark, but it's very close. Oh, goodness, I thought we'd have more time. Oh, uh, children, get into the library. Uh, yes, let's let's bar the door. You, you got the Sylvan... Oh, you didn't, did you? I couldn't find it in the market, I'm sorry. Oh, don't apologise. Um, let, let me get the door, it's fine, it's fine. Come on, everyone in. Oh, Alma, where's Alma? Oh no, are we missing someone? Uh, Hal's gonna rush through the library as quickly as she can towards the back entrance. Um, Just calling fairly loudly, Alma, Alma! You don't see any sign of Alma. Will? Yeah? You you don't happen to have seen Alma outside whilst you were coming and going, did you? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, great and glorious DM, did I spot Alma at any point earlier today? Um, you saw her leaving the library when you did earlier. She left when I went out to the market. I'm not sure where she is now. Um, oh, cripes. Um, okay, um... I got in in Halfling. Is someone missing? Do we need to help look for them? It's Alma, yes. Uh, she's my best friend. Um, she's... Do you, do you know where she was going today? Oh, she somewhat does her own thing, but she's very well trained. Um... What does this Alma look like? Let's start with that. Oh! Yes, uh, of course. Well, uh, she's quite large, um, say about three and a half, four feet at the shoulder. Um, 
She has great fluffy white hair all over her body um, and a long whooshing tail. She's quite glorious. A uh, little black uh, nose just poking out. Uh, she's beautiful, just like a floating cloud come down from the heavens. Is Alma a dog? Oh, yes. She is my Samoyed. Um, okay, okay, okay. Um, right, well, I know one way to definitely wire her up. I, I just I just want to say, you were all talking in halfling. Sasha doesn't have any clue what's going on. She's just looking between you all, speaking this unknown language, very confused. Okay. Right. I'm I'm gonna twig that Sasha's looking confused, um and saying comma. Okay. Uh dog's missing, um Sheila, I'm so sorry to ask this of you. Would you mind going and seeing if you can spot where Alma is outside? Just do it. Do a couple circuits to block and see if you can spot him, please. And like, um, is there a window or something I can let Sheila out of without like sort of opening the main doors or? There, there is a window that she can just about squeeze through. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna sort of lift her up and help her get through. Thank you, darling. And then I'm gonna sort of turn. Your cat after a dog when there's those things in the street. She's no ordinary cat. And I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, um, I I think then you see Will's eyes go white and he's gonna slap his senses into Sheila so they can actually, um, see through her eyes and, and just sort of start looking around for Alma outside. Are you just accepting this to slap the animal and zone out? Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> He's from the Feywild. I'm sure. I'm sure they've seen weirder shit. Is it? I. I still have doubts about letting anything out on this night of all nights. Oh, you're right. It should be me. Very well, children. Once I'm out, bar the door. Do not follow me. I shall go and save the animals. Um, the cat's already outside. Are you going to give Will a moment to see if he can spot her, or...? Oh. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, yes. <laughs> My apologies. Um, Will? Oh, Will? He can't hear you right now. His eyes and ears are with Sheila, who's doing a circuit of the block. Um... Rumpelgeier is going to wave her paw in front of Will's eyes. Hello? There is no response. Sasha experimentally pokes Will's cheek. Hey, can you can you please not poke me? I'm Ooh. trying to concentrate. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But, um, yeah, like, if things are going real bad, just give me, like, a really hard slap. Thank you. Will do. Oh, okay. Oh, great and glorious gem, what do I find? What? What do I see through Sheila's eyes outside? There are indeed two zombies and several disembodied limbs um, which seem to have detected the movement and are focusing their attentions on the library. Okay, uh, I'm gonna um, tell Sheila to hide and snap back to awareness. I know where, I know where she is. She's a couple streets away. Um, Good. I, I'll just go out and get her then. Uh, I, I, I'm coming with you. All on your own? I don't think so. Uh, 
Oh, you you would come and... There's a couple yeah. of zombies right outside the door. Oh, then you must be careful. Please, let me get in their way. <sighs> Rumpel Jerry in common to uh, Sasha says, We found the dog. It's a couple streets over, but there's zombies in the way. Uh, do you want to stay here? Do you want to come with us? You're not leaving me on my own, Beans. All right, come with us then. There's power in numbers. Exactly. So you're gonna head outside. I guess so. Um, I'm. I'll. I'll do the unbarring of the opening and the opening of the door, just so that y'all can be prepared to do making sure that the zombies don't get in here and we don't immediately die, sort of things. That sound good. Um. So we're, we're gonna need an initiative roll, but I will allow everyone to prepare one action if they wish. Okay. I'm going to prepare a catapult on a book on the first thing I see in the door. I'm going to prepare a radiant sunbolt. Um, I am going to prepare magic missile at first level to hit whatever I see there that's sort of trying to attack us. Okay. My catapult is also at first level. How is going to look at all these magical ministrations happening. Nod once curtly to herself, draw her long sword, heft her shield, and just prepare to um when the door is opened, be sort of in the gap so nothing can get in. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Everyone ready? I'm gonna just I'm gonna sort of hold the door ready to push open with one hand and gesture uh the universal sign language of counting down with my fingers. Three, two, one. I push the door open. Immediately, a swarm of limbs enters the library. We just do the prepared actions in the order that we are on in the chat. Okay. And then we can do initiative. Oh, that's me first. Okay, I don't use any key points for this. Um. Oh, oh, God. I... <laughs> I rolled it and that one to hit. Unfortunate. First roll of the game. Yeah. Auspicious. Yeah. It can only go up from here. Mm. That's what I get for using the online dice. Go ahead and roll the damage for me anyway. Oh, okay. Um, 1d4 plus 2. Okay. That is... Oh! Unfortunately, that is a half-hook named Will. Oh, no. Ouch. Sorry! <laughs> okay, so... How much damage was that? Six. Okay. Down to 14 hit points. Oh, God. One times. Sorry. Just just a little bit overexcited. Ow! <laughs> Sorry, this is new! Okay, okay. Uh, How is going to just call back. Careful back there, you... Oh, make sure you hit them, not us. Sasha doesn't know what you're saying. That's true. <laughs> um... <laughs> And how is just going to try and uh, wrestle one of these first limbs back out the door using the shove uh, action? I'm not familiar with shove. Does it need to make a saving throw? Or... It's contested athletics. Well, I use athletics. You can use athletics or acrobatics. I mean, it's it's an arm. Uh, that would be a 10. Uh, I have a 16 to shove it out the door with my shield. Not that you're able to shove a single arm. I'm just going, wah! That's the noise it would make if it had a mouth. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. 
then it's on to me, I guess. Yep. I had catapult, which is a deck saving throw on things in the door. Hit three. Okay, that hits. Rolling damage now. Uh, 18 damage. Bludgeoning. 18? Yes, it's 3d8. It's a leveled spell. Okay, this, this book flies towards the, you know, relatively narrow space of the doorway and just ricochets off a whole bunch of limbs that just flop to the floor in animate when the book hits them. It's not all of them, but you've taken out a good chunk. Fastest scribe in the West. And anything still still standing, I'm going to hit with magic missile. So um, we've got a five, a four, and another five for a grand total of 14 damage. Okay, you take out another solid chunk of limbs and you do some noticeable damage to one of the zombies. Who, Now that you're closer, you can see that one is just a torso with one leg and one arm that's kind of crawling like a crab along the street with those two limbs. Oh, wonderful. The other one does still have a head and both arms and one leg. But it seems to be preferring to walk on its hands rather than on the single leg. It's looking up at you at an angle that would absolutely break any living neck. Are there any stray limbs left? There are indeed. So let's go ahead and roll mystic. Oh boy. Oh, also, I cast a spell. Should I roll wild magic now? Ah, yes. Oh boy. Because you are a wild magic sorcerer. Five. I have a free on initiative. Spectacular. I beat that with a six. I got a net 20, so that's a 23. Amazing. 14. Okay. So it's Rumpel Jerry first as these things continue to try and enter the library. Can we put the initiative order down somewhere in the chat? Yeah. Just sorting it out on my little whiteboard. So there are two zombies and some random hands left, right? Various limbs. Yeah, various limbs. Limbs uh, assorted. Yeah, lim- limbs brackets assorted are very much still a threat. Uh, I'm thinking, should I do a leveled spell or not? Yeah, I'm gonna do a chaos bolt on one of the actual proper zombies. Any any preference? Which one? To hit. Uh, whichever's closest. Cool, that'll be the the one that still has a head. Okay, uh, I got a 20, not Nat, like dirty 20. I mean, that's that's gonna hit, yeah. Yeah. It's a zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, D&D Beyond is weird, I'm just gonna roll this normally. On the first one, it's a 2. So that's cold. Um, 10 gold damage. Okay. Does not seem to like this. Understandable. Kind of stops in its tracks for a moment, shakes itself off, and then continues its way. Which is kind of impressive, considering it's walking on its hands. Oh, and that was another spell, so... Another spell, so d20 again. Four. Uh, That's the end of my turn. Okay. Sosha. Yes. 
um, going to try for another um, Radiant Sunbolt on whichever assorted body part seems to be the biggest threat. Mm-hmm. Or closest. Uh, that is a... 13... 17 to hit. That's going to hit. Cool. So that's 1d4 plus 2. So that is a... That is 5... Ra- 5, I think, radiant damage. Uh, yeah, radi- 5 radiant damage. Okay, you send out a blast which immobilizes a couple of the legs. They're just lying there in the street. Right, um... Um, I think, um, I think I'm going to use my bonus action to spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Okay. Monk time. Yeah. So do I roll the hit dice independently? Um, if you roll for both attacks and then we'll see what hits and then you can roll damage for however much hits. Okay. So, okay, one of those was in that one, so that doesn't hit, and the other mm-hmm. one was 12 plus 4, 16. Okay, so one of your hits, you kind of miss and hit the floor, and you get that feeling like when you knock your funny bone. Oh, oh, just just right up my hoof. Mm. Ouch. Roll yeah. damage for the other one. Um, That's also 1d4 plus 2. There's a theme here with my damage dice. And that's another, f- that's a f- five points of damage. Okay, so you smack into one of the one of the other limbs. I'm gonna say it's a particularly meaty looking leg, Ooh. and it just goes flying. And the limbs don't like that. I mean, that's fair, I suppose. Oh, and I used a key point. Yeah, make make sure you keep track of your your key points. Y- yeah, I have. I have just marked that one off. So they are gonna swarm towards you. Oh no. Um, do they have to go past me? They would do. Luckily, they have two attacks. So they are also going to attack you. But you do get that attack of opportunity as, as some of them go on to Sosha. If I'm in the doorway as well, do I also get an attack of opportunity? Indeed. Okay. I've already got my staff out, so let's try whacking them. Hmm. Uh, does a 17 hit? A 17 does. Okay. I think I'm wielding this two-handed. Certainly don't have anything else out at the moment, so... That is nine damage. Okay, you do you do take out a good number of them. Woo! Am I getting whacked before they move past? You are indeed. So the the few limbs that make it past Will grab a hold of you on their way past and they seem to suck out some of your strength as you take seven necrotic damage. Ouch. Owie owie. And I'm going to need a strength save. Uh, 17. That's fine. Um, they're the, the ones that got through a clearly whatever the limb equivalent of dazed is because they failed to make any impact on Sorcia. Hey. Uh, can I take my attack of opportunity on them? You can indeed. Uh, ba, ba, ba. 12. 
to hit. That hits. Nice. Uh, that is eight points of slasho. So the limbs flail vaguely towards Sosha, and you just slice them. The limbs are down. Nice. But the zombies have now reached the door. What? How? Hello. What are you doing about these zombies? I'm gonna deal with them. Uh, I'm going to step fully into the doorway over all of the like twitching limbs, heft my shield again, and again I'm going to kiss the, the little charm around my neck as I bring down my sword, and I am going to attack this zombie and hopefully do something fun if I hit. Uh, does a 11 hit? It does. Outstanding, thank you, zombies. Uh, I am going to not only use my longsword damage, but I am going to put a smite into this. Uh, as how is just going to slash at this creature and be like, you leave these children alone. Uh, six, eleven. 12. Uh, so one, three points of slashing damage uh, and 11 points of radiant damage. Okay. The zombie that is walking on its hands is cleft in twain, but the one heading towards you on a single arm and leg is still coming. They're not children. This is no real threat yet. We will save Alma shortly. That's me. I'm going to step a little out of the doorway in front of it. Rumpel Jarrod. Okay. How far is this uh, one remaining zombie from us? Uh, it's about five feet from the doorway. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to turn to Hal, saying halfling... Do you have it covered here? Do you want me to go for Alma? Oh, yes, uh, if you would. Uh, please, thank you. Alrighty. Misty step. I'm going to misty step um, 30 feet down the road um, so that I'm beyond the so that I'm beyond the uh, one remaining zombie. Are there any more zombies down the road? or Not that you spotted. Okay. Uh, I'm going to then if people have it handled here, take a dash action and go after Alma, where I remember her being. So that's another 60 feet of movement down the streets to try and look for her. Wait, isn't Misty Step an action already? So haven't you used your action? Misty Step's a bonus action. Oh, okay. So bonus action, action to dash, and my movement. Basically, mm. a rogue. Zoom, zoom. Gotta, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> okay, what's Rumple Jerry doing? Um, I'm going to use my short sword to attack the zombie. Like, obviously, walk up to it first. I don't know how much movement that is. I mean, like I said, it's like five feet from the door, so it's not far. Okay. Two hits. Dirty 22 hits once more. Nice. Uh, five piercing damage. Okay, you stab into it, but it's still up. Uh, 
I don't have any bonus actions, by the way. No. Do I have any bonus actions? No. I have, I have two weapon fighting. If that's... Uh, so can I just stab it with my dagger too now? Uh, okay, let's check. D&D Beyond listens, lists under bonus actions two weapon fighting. I don't know. Yeah, you can, you can do another attack, but you don't add your... Oh no, wait, because you have the two weapons. Yeah, you can do an, another attack with it. Okay. Uh, with dagger this time. That's a nat one. Two hit. That's still a six. I think, I think with that nat one, you go into the exact same place and just do not make contact with this thing at all. With this much smaller blade. <laughs> oh, right. My, my short sword is longer than a dagger. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna step back into the library. That is gonna get you an opportunity attack on the zombie. Then, eh, fuck it, I'm rolling with it. So it's, it's gonna lift up its its hand to slap you, essentially. You know, it's got one arm and one leg, it doesn't have a lot of attacks. It doesn't have a lot going for it. It's doing its best. Um... It's going through a rough time right now. Let's be kind. It's it's almost harm. It's almost harmless. Awful. <laughs> it's mostly harmless. <laughs> it's mostly harmless. Um, it it doesn't do a hugely good job. It you take two bludgeoning damage. Well, as it's gonna as it's trying to slap them, um, how is gonna raise her shield and use the interception fighting style. Uh, so I'm gonna reduce that damage. <laughs> Uh, by 1d10 plus 2. So it's guaranteed to do it, but rolling dice. Uh, by 12. Do I now get 10 extra health? <laughs> no. Well, darn it. Careful there. Uh, they're, they're a little feisty. Thank you. Thank you. I do not know your name. Oh, uh, you, you can call me How. <laughs> well, thank you, How. You can call me whatever you want. Okay. Can we talk after the fight? Yes, of course. Whatever you're talking about, I think it's less important than this. It's Sosha's turn as well, so I'm about to leave you yelling that as you do whatever you're about to do. Yeah, just like, for for Christ's sake. Okay, um... Who is, who is Christ? It does not exist in this world. <laughs> Only Josh's sake. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, there's a reference no one's going to get. Okay, uh, you said the last thing was in uh, five feet of us, right? Yeah. In that case, I'm just going to thwack it with my quarterstaff. Thwack, thwack. Uh, that is... Uh, 14 to hit. That hits. Uh, okay, I'm confused. There's two... Um. Damage things on here? I'm not sure what the difference is. One-handed or two-handed. Oh, okay. So which one's... It's up to you. If you've got nothing in your other hand, you could do two-handed or you could do it one-handed. Okay, so, so would the one that's a 1d8 plus 2 be the two-handed and the 1d6 is one-handed? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. In that case, I'm, I'm going to do a two-handed because that's how Sorcerer holds the quarter stuff. Okay. Um, 
1d8 plus 2. You said that hit, right? Yeah. Okay. That is... I can't do maths. That is 6 damage. Okay. What's that look like? Um, does it still have its head? Uh, this one does not, no. Okay. In that case... It is a torso with an arm and a leg. Okay. That case... Is it in the doorway? Pretty much. It's like five feet away. Okay, yeah. Then Sorcerer is is going to sweep sweep it kind of up and diagonal, just up against the top corner of the doorway and just slam it in there and let it drop. Oh. Oh, that's cinematic. Beautiful. Just, can we talk about this later? Bonk. <laughs> yeah, there, there do not seem to be any more undead in your immediate vicinity. Well done, I say in common. I guess, that's, uh, uh, I guess that explains my, my bad feeling from before. Will, you reach Alma, who is laying in an alleyway, happily chomping on an arm that she's clearly defeated in battle. Okay, amazing. Aww. I'm gonna let out. I'm gonna whistle um, for Sheila, and just scoop up Alma and start running back because I don't want to stay out here any longer than necessary. Yes, you can bring the arm with you. Come on. <laughs> so I've got, I've I've got this fluffy samoyed under one arm, a fluffy white cat under the other, and I'm just running back to the library. <laughs> that is the best mental image. Just a half orc with two fluffy animals, just legging it. Yep. Running out to meet you is Hal. Oh, yes. found her. Oh goodness, thank you. Who's a good girl? Yes, well. you are. Oh, Alma, you have me so worried. What have you got there? Uh, yeah. Um, she was just as vicious as you. Oh. She did very well. Well. <laughs> She's very well trained. Good girl. Heal. Uh, and Howe is going to leap up on the back of Alma uh, and start riding her yeah. back towards the library. Rumpleberry is standing just outside the door, keeping a very uh, paranoid and wary eye out for any more undead. Same. I don't seem to be any more heading your way at the moment. I, th- I think one... one... Once I've let Alma down, Sheila just sort of leaps out of my other arm and just sort of makes herself comfy up on my shoulders as I walk back, walk the rest of the way back. Sort of usher everyone into the library. Um, sorry, I don't, I'm not sure now is a great time to try and make it for the inn, um, but we should be able to make ourselves space in the library. Um, I know, I know how's let me sleep here before, um, when I've had one or two late nights. Of course, yes. Um, not a problem. Uh, I'll put one of the guest rooms together. That would be amazing. Thank you, How. How's uh, going to go to one of the cupboards at sort of the back of the library, sort of below one of the main bookshelves, open it up, and there's just, like, bedding and stuff there, and, like, cushions, no mattresses or anything, but just, like, blankets and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, as if this is a relatively common occurrence. Yeah, I'm picturing, like, on the relatively cheap side, but comfortable enough for an elite. Yeah, like, you wouldn't want to spend a week in them. This feels like what I thought teachers did in classrooms as a kid. What, live there? Yeah, I, I, I thought that, like, the whiteboards just, like, came out and there was just a bedroom behind them. 
Don't ask me why. I don't know. That's an amazing image. See, I, I was fairly similar, but I, I pictured it more as like you fold it down and then there's, it's just a bed in, on the back of it. Okay. Like a Murphy bed. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then it, no, my movement was just like a bed, like a room that is a bed, but that you just open the this hatch into. Mm. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so Sh- I goes off to well and just I didn't get a chance to introduce ourselves. And I'm Yeah, hi. I'm hi. I'm Well. What's your names? Wendell Sasha. Good to meet you. Hi. I'm Rundle Jerry, but you can call me whatever you want. Whatever you want. Everyone gives me a nickname anyways. Call her beans. I like beans. Only you're allowed to say beans. Oh, okay. Um, nice to meet you, Jerry. Jerry works. Jerry works. Amazing. Good to meet you, Jerry and Sorsha. Good to meet you, Will. What's your friend's name? This is Hal. Hal's been amazingly helpful for me the last few weeks while I've been here. Um, she's let she's let me uh stay here, make some friends. Uh sleep when I've been reading books too late in the library and just don't want to walk back to the inn. Sweet. Are you talking about me? Uh, she says to Will in Halfling. Yes, I was just introducing you. Uh, this is Sorka. This is Sorcha. And this is Rumplejerry. Uh, Jerry for short. Oh, yes, Rumplejerry, we've met. Uh, Sorcha, a, a, a pleasure. And how's gonna... This is Sorcha Wiz. Is it just like you hear your name and you're like, okay. Uh, I, just, I don't... <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that's me. That's me. Just, just to, to Will, um, I don't speak halfling? I... Oh, um, would you like to learn? I mean, there's quite a few books here and, like... Yes, yes, please, I... Does, does your friend not speak common? Uh, no, I don't believe Hal speaks common. In Halfling, I turn to Hal. Do you speak common? Uh, of course. All of the Halflings here speak it. Do you speak trade tongue is what I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, trade tongue. No, I'm I'm afraid I've, I've never had quite the chance to learn it. It was, um, well, rather unnecessary. All of my peoples have spoken Halfling and Nomish since, well, since I can remember. We don't get too many visitors that care about interacting with us that don't already know Halfling. I understand that. Not everyone has spent time on the road, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I must say my main reason for coming here in particular was I already learned Halfling at school, so... But that's just me. If you would be willing to teach me... I'd appreciate that. I would have learned it before coming here, but that was only two weeks ago and I wasn't aware I would be coming here. Ah, right. And yeah. I didn't really need it in the Fair world, so... Yeah. Yes, I remember. He kind of just fell out of the sky in front of my lap. Yeah. He fell out the sky? Oh, yes. From the Feywild. Ah. Interesting. I must admit, I haven't read as much about Feywild as I'd have liked to. I'd love to hear some stories about it. Oh, 
yes. Oh, I can tell you about my my mother. Well, my adopted mother. She's a rabbit. A rabbit, you say? Oh, amazing, wonderful. Uh, I sort of, I sort of guide, guide everyone over to like a table where we can all sit down and talk and stuff. Yeah, the library is is pretty quiet at the moment. There's, I feel like there's probably one or two people who've decided to risk it, who are upstairs studying away. But you've got the ground floor to yourselves. Uh, Hal is going to go around all of the doors and windows and make sure they're secured. Smart plan. So she's just curiously inspecting all of the books, just sort of reading them, reading the names on the spines by letter, if she recognises any of them. Rumble Jerry is, like, uh, counting along, trying to spell it in his head, in her head. Yeah, I mean, most of these books are written in Halfling. I can help. I can help you read them if that's of any interest. Um, that can be part of our lessons. Yes, please. I haven't read much. Okay, sure. Um, okay, starting from basics then. Um, I'm gonna sort. Oh, of... I, 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 I can read, just not quickly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Starting from semi basics then. Always good to have a grounding of where your students at before you start. And I'm gonna go get like sort of a book that's like sort of introduction to halfling sort of thing that's sort of written for like sort of visitors and like sort of people who are not familiar with language, just as like a start. I don't. I don't think there'd be anything like a halfling for dummies or anything like that. But there's probably some phrase books. Yeah. And like, I mean, Will's just kind of excited to get started, to be honest. But like, I don't know if Soraka's interested in anything else. No, Sasha's. They're very interested in learning things now that they're on this plane again. So he'll he'll he'll, he'll take anything. Amazing. Rumble Jerry is like tr- trying to seem very nonchalant about it. It was like peeking over Sasha's shoulder. Shoulder. Sasha, can I? Would Sasha notice this? I am trying to be like stealthy here. So, do you do you want to roll to see if you can <laughs> evade Sasha's passive perception? Sure. I mean, Will's also gonna like potentially do something if he sees this as well. Yeah. A passive perception is a 12. Mine's a 13. I am... I rolled in that 20 on stealth. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Despite the cat on my shoulder, I noticed nothing. Your dice are being very nice to you today. They really are. Yeah. I am using D&D Beyond, by the way, not like physical dice. Yeah. D&D Beyond hates me, so I, but, but it likes yeah. you. Another character, it hates another character of mine, but apparently just likes cats. It all balances out. Of course. D&D Beyond is a cat person. Checks out. Checks out. Um, yeah, I think Will's just too engrossed in, like, okay, okay, let, let's work out where we're starting from. Like, here's how you pronounce all the sounds and stuff. If it, if it helps, I was last reading regularly when I was five. Okay, okay. Um well, we can we can work with that. We can work with that. Um do you recognize all of these letters 
and how they should sound. And they may sound differently in languages you've used previously, because every language is slightly different, and that's okay. And then, like, sort of just more sort of slow walking through the process of how much do you know how to read, how much do you recognize these symbols, Mm. do you know how to pronounce these? If so, like, sort of there may be some differences in halfling, etc., etc. Just starting off that process. Ooh. Well, there's been a signed teacher. <laughs> a signed teacher by plot. I I mean, he is also the only person here who's like in like academic cardigan sort of. True. True. Well, well, Will is is very librarian core. Yeah, yeah, that's that's which, the, which feels that's appropriate. The... Yep, certainly does, yeah. especially for Will's class. Yep. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The wills it. Dear. <laughs> so, is, is there anything else anyone wants to do before you you bunk down for the night? Um, I am going to send Sheila to just sort of patrol around inside the library and come wake me up or alert me or something if you see more zombies or limbs getting in, basically. So, like, sort of in the background of, like, sort of Will teaching Sorcha all this is just, like, sort of this fluffy white cat just sort of walking around like she owns the place. I mean, that's that's just how cats walk, isn't it? I mean, true. Uh, uh, at some point, Sorcha is going to try and pet the giant dog. He's very well behaved. He... Uh, this isn't... Yeah. Enjoys a fuss. Also, Will does come over to Al- to the dog at some point and say, I would like to apologise for the physical handling, but it was a bit of a stress moment of trying to make sure you were inside and safe, okay? You're a good girl. You've done very well tonight. She just nuzzles you at this. Lots of cats. There's even more long white yeah. fur on my cardigan. And, <laughs> yeah... Will cannot like, own black clothes. Absolutely not, no. Like, sort of, all of his clothes are covered in this, and at this point he just accepts it. Rumble Jerry goes over to the uh, the cat walking around, whose name I forgot, I'll be honest. Sheila. And Sheila. Rumble Jerry goes over to Sheila and, like, uh, meows at them. Uh, just for clarification, I believe you don't actually have the ability to speak with animals. You're just sort of no. I'm just meowing. Yeah. I have no clue what they're saying. I think after a couple of exchanges of meows, Sheila just sort of gives you a curt nod and then moves on. What would happen if you tried speaking to Baxi to a cat? Oh gracious, DM! What would happen? A gracious DM. A gracious DM. You need to stop calling me that or it's going to stick. It will <laughs> stick. That's why we need to keep calling you that. I mean, I was occasionally going with things like a great and glorious DM. like The gracious was me, yes. Building off of that. Yeah, but... Like, um, we are just going to continue embellishing this. I hope you're aware. Yes. 
the more de- listen, I suppose the DM I can honor ethics that. increase, the more vital the thing is. Yes. Like, uh, 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 on a death saving throw is just all of us for like five <laughs> minutes straight complimenting you. Yeah. That sounds like my own personal hell. Um, I mean, but yeah, so I think I think Tabaxi does maybe have a little bit of a body language aspect to it. Yeah. Um, which Sheila does respond to. And because she's a familiar, she does understand some spoken language. So I think she can kind of get, she can get the gist of what you're saying, but can't necessarily communicate back to you. It's much more of a you speaking at her than a conversation. Yes. I could try to interpret it, interpret her body language, but like I can't get words out of it. Just like yeah. me, gener- very simple things like yes, no, which might even be wrong, and just tone. Yeah, like, I feel like you can read her body language better than... Probably not better than Will, because obviously there's that communication thing there, but probably better than how and Sorsha can. Rumble Jerry thinks it's just a normal cat, by the way. Like, doesn't realize it's a magic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a cat. Yes, and Will just threw a cat out the window earlier. <laughs> cats are just like that. Cats are just like that, sure. As a cat, I can, be... I can uh, attest, we are just like that. Sometimes cats <laughs> just be like that. Mm-hmm. Now. Like, sort of, I, like, I think, like, sort of, you definitely do get a once-over, because, like, sort of, I don't think she sees that many um, humanoid-shaped cats. Um, but then, like, sort of, after a meow back and forth, it's like, sort of, yeah, I've established we don't understand each other. Okay, carrying on is the kind of vibe, I think. Yes, agreed. She's here with a job to do. Okay. Hunker down for the night and get a nice long rest in. Sweet. Which I'm sure Will especially will appreciate. Absolutely. Yeah, I get my my single key that I used back. I get two spell slots back. I get two whole spell slots and my other six hit points back. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Oh, 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 yeah, while Will is teaching Sorcerer Halfling. She does just apologise again for hitting him earlier. Hey, it's, it's okay, it's okay. I panicked and, and there were limbs. There were a lot of limbs there, Why yeah, were there so many scary. limbs? Where, where did they get the limbs from? Why are there uh, so many limbs? Would you, pre- would you prefer <laughs> there be whole bodies? Yes, because I'm now disturbed about why there are so many dismembered limbs. Um, I mean, I don't know too much about halfling funerary practices, but um, ha- have you been here for a true night before recently? I've been playing for two weeks. The last time I was on oh. this plane, I was five. Ah, right. I'm um, well, something now. I can't. I haven't been counting properly. Well, um, every time we get to a point in the year where both moons are uh, new moons, um, no moon is showing in the sky, the undead get a little antsy and active. So, and that include the limbs. Does include the limbs. Why? I don't know. Some sort of magical bullshit. 
says the guy who does magic, but like, you know, honest, honestly, I don't know the entire details of it, but like... Um, I will say that Hal would know that loose limbs aren't really a thing because you tend to be buried with your limbs attached. Like, the, the rest of you yeah. could probably extrapolate, but Hal knows how halfling funerals work. Uh, how having checked the uh, entrance ways are all secure is just curled up with Alma looking very pensive and as you're discussing uh, this if you're saying anything about it in Halfling uh, it's just going to interject well I can't say that it's expected oh so you don't know we have loose limbs no Halflings are usually buried whole, but today is the day of change. That which is to be expected should be discarded. That which is itself becomes different. Or perhaps only the limbs got turned into zombies and the rest of the body is still just buried underneath there. Hmm. We should check the graveyards in the morning. You're right about the in the morning bit, yeah. Yes. I usually clear out whatever forest I'm taking residence in at the time. So I might go do that in the morning as well. Yeah, we can have a look around, see if there's anything weird going on. But I don't think now's the right time to do it. I think we all need a rest. And here is the safest place for now. Sheila will let us know if anything happens. Indeed. As will Alma. But have blessed rest now in the knowledge that tomorrow is the day of sleep. And so <sighs> we shall become fulfilled. What did she say? We should, uh, we should sleep for now. In the morning we will go mm. on various things. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, it is late. Finds a corner to curl up in. Rumble Jerry's going to curl up next to her, like lean, leaning on uh, Sasha and giving him body heat. I think Will falls asleep the normal way he does in the library, which is with about three books open on a table and his head resting on top. Like on purpose, or? No, it just happens. Okay. That... Every single time. <laughs> Something in that sort of configuration, yeah. So we have a go for the cat snuggling and we have a half orc asleep on books. Um, books on a table, he's like sitting at a table and there's books open that he was clearly reading. Um, until he fell asleep. Fantastic. This isn't a disaster party at all. <laughs> How could this be a disaster party? This is wonderful. Just having a nap in the library, it's fine. As you do. How could we be a disaster party where 90 minutes in we've already had a friendly fire incident? The, the first attack was friendly fire. Yep. It's fine. It's fine. You're all, um, it's all good. This is fine. It, it's all good, I didn't kill you. Yeah, I lived. It's all good. Yeah. No one got hurt from a little friendly fire. It, it was just a scratch. Just a scratch. Just a scratch. Just a scratch. 
It's okay. First damage I took in my, in the other Morterra campaign I'm in at the moment was also friendly fire. That was actual fire, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, this one was just radiant light. Yeah. Will will be fine. He's a strong lad. It'll make it. Yeah, you managed to get an uninterrupted night of sleep. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good snore. Thank wow. you all for roleplaying your snores. It adds so much to the experience. It's a poorly work for later. <laughs> It's all about the inhaling of the air through the nose and just making sure it hits as many surfaces as possible. <laughs> yes, what is, what is your plan this chilly and overcast morning? Breakfast. Hal is actually going to observe uh, the deity of the day uh, and is not going to awaken with everyone else. Is actually going to sleep in a little. I'm I'm gonna lift my head off of the desk, crick out my back because there is such a crick in it from just sleeping hunched over this table, and then I'm gonna go out and look for breakfast for me and Hal. Rumble Jerry has probably been awake since uh, sunrise. Yeah, same, same. I'm gonna leave Sheila just kind of, sort of curled up next to How and Alma, just as kind of like a guard cat. Get subsumed into the cuddle puddle. <laughs> yeah, like sort of... I, th- I think... Oh, here's a fun mental image. Um, um, Like, Sheila is curled up on top of Alma and the... and like with eyes closed and sort of nose snuggled in. Like, sort of the fur just kind of, like, there's white fur and there's white fur, and it's lots of white fur. The cloud has duplicated and created a tiny cloud. There is a small cloud. How can I this? Big cloud, little cloud. Apple box. Since, since Sasha has no idea where food would be acquired here, they are just sat where they fell asleep eating mushrooms that that she didn't sell yesterday. Oh, um, I think if I see like sort of Rumple Jerry and and Saoirse awake, I'm going to say Hey, um, I was going to go get some breakfast from the bakery. Do you want anything? Uh, yes, please. Oh, yes. I'm not sure I can forage a breakfast in the middle of a city, sadly. I, I mean, well, we didn't sell all the mushrooms, but that's more of a snack. Yes. This is what pastries are for. Do you have any fit? You guys aren't from around here. I'll get you some local delicacies. You can try some new fun- some new nice halfling pastries and stuff. I've got lots of nice little ones. Thank you so much. I'm gonna go down the bakery and buy pastries for my friends. Are, are we friends already? We met just last night. <laughs> You've known us like six hours. Five of which was best um, to sleep. Listen, listen. Yeah. Listen, this is the sort of this is the sort of person Will is, okay? In his head he's already calling you friends. That's his level. 
Um, I guess by this point, I know where the nearest... From, from past experience, I know where the nearest bakery is to this library, right? You would, yeah. Um, I- and because it is first thing in the morning, I think you managed to get some hot and fresh, uh, like, deep-fried orange and cinnamon pastry. Oh, so good. That's super nice. I want that. Which is an Andalusian thing, apparently. And I do want to try it. If you find a recipe, please send me. Absolutely, same. Um, get um. So, like, I guess they, I guess, sort of, these pastries are more sized for like halfling appetites, right? They are, but you can, you can get. A fair amount for probably three silver. Okay, cool. I'm gonna spend three whole silver uh, on. I'm spending three silver on pastries for everyone. I will say you probably will not be allowed to eat these in the library. Next, you're gonna tell me I can't cast create bonfire in the library. What kind of world are we living in? <laughs> Uh, I, th- I think I, I've maybe got, like, a favourite little, um, there's, like, maybe a little sort of short bit of wall that we can sit on to eat the pastries, so of outside the library. I'd have yeah. my furs to sit on, yes. I have, like, a big fur cloak that I can just unclip and put on the ground to sit on. Amazing. Nice. Advantage of hunting your own game. You get to keep the food. You get a fairy picnic blanket. Yeah. Yes. I am gonna sort of go back into the library to um, shake how awake and be like, I've got pastries. Um, we're gonna be outside with pastries. Do you want pastries? Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you, dear Will. Um, yes, yes, of course. Um, give me a moment. I will just wash my face. Yeah. Take your time. Sasha's been making a bracelet out of some wires in a neat rock from the woods and then offers it to Rumble Jerry. Oh, thank thank you. Uh, this is quite nice. Rumble Jerry puts it uh Rumble Jerry puts it on around her wrist. It, it, it's pretty like your fur. Thank you. I do like it. Was this, was this what you were picking up all those rocks for? Maybe. I can help you look for pretty rocks next time. Or perhaps you could use shells. Oh, shells would be nice. But I, I wanted to surprise you with it. With a, as, a, as a thank you for um, helping me. Why, of course. What else would I have done? Not help the random satyr who literally fell at your feet? But that's rude. I, I mean, true, but also I wouldn't have blamed you. Mm, all right. Oh. <clears throat> Where are these pastries then, young Will? <sighs> I've got um, I've got a massive bag of them outside. Um, I think Rumble, I think Jerry and Sasha are setting up a picnic blanket out front. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, a picnic. Uh, just what we need. Um, perhaps I shall wear my hat. That sounds like a good idea. Yes. Oh, glorious DM. Are there still 
random uh, limbs left from last night. Um, there are, yeah. Although it looks like some um, some government workers have been sent out to collect them. Okay. Imagine I like... being the limb. Imagine being a limb collector as a seasonal worker. It's a tough job, but someone's got to do some it. Post- some poor sixth former who gets hired once once a month. Okay, I bet it pays well. Oh, though. it's not once a month. It's like once or twice a year. Oh, okay. But no, these are um, so people whose entire job is basically just whatever government work they get told to do are fairly recognisable because they have very long, uncut hair, uh, braided oh, with right. black and red ribbons. Oh, I feel like. Robo Jerry, if she could find any, would just grab a broom and like gently sweep the limbs out from away from the door. Yeah. To make space for the blanket. Um, so this is actually the second true night of the year. Um, this year. Did uh how while she was in uh did she recall there being any similar limb shenanigans then? Like it was odd that they weren't whole, right? Yeah, no, the limbs, loose limbs aren't really a thing outside of, like, maybe military camps and things like that, where people would have been having amputations. Ah, so the limbs are new. Yeah, that's weird. The limbs are both new and presumably old. Yeah, I mean, we sometimes used to see some, like, sort of back home. I was, I lived on the border near, sort of, to the human lands, so, like, Sometimes they'd be fighting, and then the next true night or two, things would be a little weird and normal. But, like, I don't think I've seen limbs on this scale before, though. That's weird. Usually, when deer and rabbits and such come back on true nights, they are, other than what the scavengers got at them, they are whole. Hmm. Hmm. Something weird's definitely afoot. Perhaps we should... Pay the graveyard a visit. Well, seems like a good idea. That'd be likely a place where stuff would be coming up. And if it's not there, then we know that something else very strange is <laughs> afoot. <laughs> Rumpel Jerry chuckles at that. That is an incredibly bad pun for this time in the morning. Here, have a pastry. <laughs> From the facial expression and the other two's reactions, Saucer just kind of squints and just like, I'm not in on the joke and that frustrates me. Yes, same. I translate I like, the joke. Robert Jerry butts in with like further explanations. You see, something is a foot, which translates to, uh, and these are legs. It's, it, it needs, it doesn't translate well. No. I'm, I'm sure it, it's funny in Halfling. We'll get you there, don't worry. How many hour, How many hours did I manage last night? I'll put it on the sheet. Uh, I'd say probably two. Eight. Two out of two hundred. Oh. Um, I will also say, just for the sake of listenability, um, shall we just assume that someone is translating unless otherwise stated? Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. The, the, that would be better. Yep. Yeah. Yep, let's do that. Will's gonna hand out pastries to everyone. Rumpelgeier is going to lick one excessively. Is is this how Rumpelgeier usually eats? Tasty stuff, yes. For tasty it, stuff, it, licking is very important. Cinnamon and orange do it for you. I hope so. 
they did have other flavors, but those are like my favorite and Hal's favorite. So the king is a good sign. That's good. I am glad. Saucer's mouth is basically a shredder with the food, just <laughs> and it's gone, <laughs> which is also a good sign. You can tell neither of us have been around civilization for a long time. I, I mean, Sorsha has. It's just been a very different one. Fair enough. Rubble Jerry, very um, sporadic. All sorts of weird stuff goes on in the Fey world. Well, you don't know. I've only heard the Sailor story, so yes, I do not know. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't know what Sorsha being weird and what is Feywild. Which means I get to do anything. Same. <laughs> No one knows just the boxies. Hey. Tales of Morterra was created and DM'd by Liz Blake, with editing by Mario Panagetti. The theme music was by Nick Blake. Check out our Tumblr at morterra.tumblr.com for more information on the world of Morterra, and our Twitter at MorterraCast. I want to thank you guys for playing. Thank you for DMing. Yeah, thanks for running it, Liz. And I'm I'm excited to see what happens with these people. Thank you for run, running this, a great and glorious DM. Yes. Esquire. He graces with your presence. Yes. I feel like the Wizard of Oz. Thank you for letting us exist in this world. Yeah, it's just all of the titles. Oh, you magnificent, glorious DM. Thank you for graciously bestowing with us and with this session. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the recording now. <laughs> Thank God.